planned, O God, it shall be. O Lord, creator of heaven and earth, O God, we bring before you, O Lord, our hearts, O God, our minds, O God, everything, O God, that thou has created, O God, in our lives, O God. We bring them before you, O Lord, mighty God of Israel, everlasting Father. Forgive us, O God, all our, all our sins, O God, so that all that you have planned for us, O God, shall surely come to pass. Mighty God of Israel, in this month, O God, of remembrance, you shall remember all those who are looking up to you, O Lord, for the fruits of the womb, O God. Even those who are sick, O God, you shall remember, O God, them, O God, and you shall bless them and heal them, O God. Your mighty God, you, as you have promised, O God, the people in your in your holy book, O God. Creator of heaven, who are looking up to you for the fruits of the womb, O God. Even Sarah, you bless her, O God. And even Almighty God, the mother of Samuel, O God, you bless her, O God. And you even gave her, O Lord, our God, even more than, more than she has asked, O God. We now commit today, O Lord, unto your hands, O God. Fulfill your words, mighty God of Israel. Hallelujah, Jehovah. Hosanna be unto you. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. From the book of Matthew 23, I'll read verse 12. And it says, For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Um, What struck me when I was reading this was um, a scripture in the book of Proverbs that says, There's a way that cement right to man, but that way ultimately leads to destruction. An apostle has been teaching us about delusion of this age, and the deception in the church. So I want us to pray that as the word of God comes, not just for ourselves, but everyone that will be in the auditorium or will be listening via internet today, that the word of God would dispel every altar of deception and every altar of delusion in their hearts. We would ask God to teach us from above and take away every deception from our mind, open our eyes to the things that we thought was right, but it they lead to destruction as the Bible says the attitudes that we have oh God that will ultimately lead to us to destruction that the Lord will take them out in in this service in the mighty name of Jesus let us pray the Bible says and the things that my heavenly father did not plant shall be uprooted father we ask you oh God in accordance with your word Lord God that you said in the book of Proverbs you said there's ways that seem it right to man but those ways ultimately lead to destruction Lord God we do not want to be destroyed that's why we're in your presence today Lord God Father, as we listen to your word, my Lord and my King, we open up our hearts and our mind, Lord Jesus, to receive your holy word, Lord God. Father, we are asking, Lord God, let that word destroy every altar of deception in our lives. Let it destroy every altar of delusion, my Lord and my King, oh God, in your church, Lord Jesus. Father, set us free by your word, oh God. The Bible says in you there is liberty. Father, we are asking for that liberty, Lord God. For we might have thought to God one thing or the other was right, or one thing or the other is right is the way to go but father if it is the if if the source is deception my god and my king we bring it before your altar today lord god and father we are asking you lord jesus as your word come to god the word that heals the word that liberates the word that sets free lord god let it set us free lord god let it set us free lord god let it set us free lord jesus from from the depravity of our minds, my Lord and my King. The Bible says we should be ye transformed by the renewal of our mind, Lord God. Father, let your word renew our hearts and our mind, O God, in this service tonight, Lord Jesus. Let your word renew us. Let it renew us. Let it renew us. Let it it renew us, Lord God. Let it break every altar of deception, my Lord and my King. Let it break every altar of delusion, my Lord and my King, and set our minds free, Lord God. Our minds free, Lord God. Let us set our minds free, my Lord and my King. 
from the activities of Lucifer, from the words he whispers to us, from the things, oh God, that we have set our hearts to do, Lord God, that is not in line with your will and your way, Lord God. Father, set us free in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us continue to pray. Set us free, O Lord, from everything that entangles. Set us free, Heavenly Father, from attitudes and behaviors that do not glorify you. Father, may we be cleansed tonight. The word that we will hear, let it purify us. Let the word of the Lord come and give us a new perspective, to give us a renewal, to transform us from everything, Heavenly Father, that we've entangled ourselves in. Because we will not be like civilians. We are soldiers. We are the army of the end time, and we will not be caught up and, and ensnared by the, of the, by the weapons of the enemy. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we prayed. My scripture is coming from Ezekiel chapter 47, and I'm going to read verse 8 and 9, and it reads, He said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into Harabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salty water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. I want us to pray for this service tonight. The water represents the Holy Spirit. I want us to ask that the Holy Spirit will come into us. Anything that is dead in us, anything that represents emptiness, anything that is salty in us that is not right, anything that causes us to be unfruitful, let the rivers of water pass through us in the mighty name of Jesus. And then we're also going to pray that after we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit, when we go out, we will go to these places where things are dead, where this world has gone into a place where everything is dark. We will be the light. We will be that fresh water that will turn salty water into freshness. Let us begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to glorify you because, Heavenly Father, you have given us waters, living water, your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that will flow through us tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. As we hear the word today, the word will pass through us, will purify us and cleanse us and make us into those people that you have called us to be a people father who will be a light unto the world a people heavenly father who will preach the gospel to the ends of the earth a people heavenly father that will bring healing a people heavenly father that will speak your word and will stand against anything that comes and takes away the word of truth we will defend your word heavenly father and we will bring life into every situation that is dead so father in the mighty name of Jesus as we receive the word tonight let that word pass through us like the rivers of water, the rivers that have been spoken about in Ezekiel that will bring life, Heavenly Father, and let us take that life into the places in our lives, in our workplaces. Let us go out in victory and begin to fill the places, Heavenly Father, that are dead with freshness, with life. It says large numbers of fish will be found in that water. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, there will be many who will come to salvation. There will be many, Heavenly Father, Father, who will proclaim your name. Knees will bow. Tongues will confess that your name is Lord. Father, we thank you, O Lord, that you have brought us to this kingdom. In Jesus' name, we prayed. 
Hallelujah. Let's lift up our voice and begin to thank God for the privilege God has given us to see the end of the month of November. And now we are in the last month of this year, 2023. Lift up your voice. If you appreciate the fact that God has led you to this place and God has been the one who has been our rock, our fortress from January to date, I want you to lift up your voice and begin to appreciate you, God. There are many who look forward to this last month of the year 2023, but they are nowhere to be found. But myself and yourself, we are alive and well. I want us to thank God for his goodness, his glory, his miracles. We want to remember his loving kindness. We want to remember his tender mercies, his compassion. We want to remember the wonders that he has performed on this holy mountain right from the month of January. We want to thank God for every prophetic word. We want to thank God for the word of truth that we have received on this altar. We want to thank God for transformation of lives. We want to thank God for salvation, for healing. We want to thank God for all the outreaches that we have had so far from the month of January to date. We want to thank God for how God has reached out His loving hands to every soul in this house. Every one of us have a testimony. The fact that you are alive today is a testimony for the open doors, for the provision of God, for the healing that has taken place in our mortal body, for our home that is intact for marriages so God that he has healed. You want to thank God for God giving us an obedient ears to hear the word of truth on this holy mountain. Let's thank God for the word of God that have healed us, the word of God that have transformed us, saved us. Father, we bless your name for the privilege of seeing the twelfth month, O oh God, of this year. We exalt you, Lord. It is our month of remember, remembrance. We remember your gracious promises. We remember your wonders of hold. We remember, Lord God, the miracles that you perform on this holy mountain. We remember our sight that you open, our ears that you open, giving us an obedient heart, my God. We bless your name. We bless your name for every testimony that we have heard on this holy mountain from January to day. We glorify your name. Thank you for what you are about to do in this month, oh God, of December, the month of remembrance. Thank you for opening the book of remembrance concerning us, oh God. My God, we bless your name. Our eyes have been open today. Our ears have been open today. Our hearts have been enlarged today. We glorify you, Lord. We say, be thou exalted. God, the Holy Spirit. God, the Son. God, the Father. We thank you because you are here on this holy mountain today. Thank you, Father, for giving us, oh God, a sensitive spirit. That we are sensitive to the move of your spirit today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My Lord, we bless your name because we are not going home the same. There will be a transformation of hearts today. Father, we bless you, Lord. We give you praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praised. Amen. With an uplifted right hand, let's declare the meeting open, reading the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, 
and be lifted up ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. And Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. He will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, for all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
lift their voice and begin to give God the glory. Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. Glory, 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 glory. To the Holy One. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you on us. Father, Lord, we give you all the praise. The name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the Son of God. 
December. Lord, we exalt you. We remember January, February, March, April. Give God praise for your life. Give God praise. The one who gives you the breath of life. Thank God for everything you can remember God did. The God who answers our cry all the time. The one who answers our prayers all the time. Jehovah will bless your name. We give her the praise and honor and glory. We give her the praise and honor and glory. We give her the praise and honor and glory. We magnify the Lord. 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 We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the children. Thank you for the pregnant women in this house. Thank you for the children born in this month, in this year. Thank you, Lord, for those who are wedded in this year. Thank you for those who got jobs this year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for promotion this year. Thank you for those who are sick and you are healed this year. Lord, we exalt your name. If you know how to sing, you will know how to thank God. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you. Thank you for the victory you have given to us while we are asleep, while we are awake. Oh, Lord, our God, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. You are worthy of our praise, oh God. Thank you for your protection over us. In God, going out in our coming in. Lord, we magnify your holy name. We bless you, Lord. 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 Be thou exalted, O God. 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 We exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you. Blessed be your name. You thank God for your personal life. Think about everything that you can remember. January to December. That's a long time. But yes, we just flew over it like that. We give you the praise. Even in the midst of cold, we are still coming. We have come to the temple of God to worship Him and to thank Him. It is a time of thanks. It's a time of remembrance. Lord God Almighty, we bless you. Our God, our God, our God. We give you the praise and honor and glory. You have given us things we did not ask for this year. Oh, Lord our God, you have done exceedingly far above what we can imagine or think. Sovereign Lord, we bless you. Sovereign Lord, we exalt you. We adore you, our King. We adore you, our King. Yea, Lord, we praise your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name, we are worshipped. Welcome someone in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. What a great day. This is December.
You know, this month in our calendar is a month of remembrance. Early this morning, I sent a prophetic word to all members of Christ with Tabernacle Global. And it was about five. From four thirty roundabout, I started sending this out till five AM. And that is when I went to bed. We were all here or a number of us were here yesterday for the service that we had for one of our mothers who slept in the Lord. So when we talk about remembrance, the month of remembrance, there are two things that the Lord put in my spirit for the month of December. The first thing is this. You remembering what God did for you from January till December. And be full of thanks. If somebody feels that God hasn't done something for him, I will tell you to look at Gaza. And look at people who did nothing. Who didn't expect anything. They just want to live in peace. Like you want to live in peace. They want to dress secure in their land. But disaster came upon them suddenly like a woman in childbirth. They are paying price for what they did not perpetrate. I'm talking about the civilians. I'm not talking about the Hamas who went to do the atrocities. Those ones, the wrath of God is upon them. But can you imagine, because somebody or a sect in your, in your area went to another area as gangsters to stab them, and the people in that area replied, and they started killing everyone who is with him. You think about that. God will have created you to be among that, those people that are now just facing bomb every day. It's possible. They are spirits created by God sent to the earth. So if you think that, oh, I don't have anything to thank God for, you must be making a blunder. Because there are many things to thank God for. If you look at the problems you have as an individual, you only need to look outside your, your zone and see people who have a real problem. You will discover that your own problem is not a problem at all. There are people who have been hanging between life and death from January and they became experiments in the hands of doctors because no one knows exactly what is wrong with them. And they live in excruciating pain day after day. They are also crying to God, some of them. Even those who don't know him, who are in that situation, began to cry to him. But yet, their condition persisted. Some of them, because God had determined a time for that situation to prove their faith. Some of them are even righteous people. But God chose to test their faith, or not test, but prove their faith by that. You know, I was saying something about um, uh, Dickiness, um, um Adebayo's mom, who we buried today. She died at 88. I said something about her. You see, while she was 
getting to the ebb of her age. She was ill for a number of years. She had to be on wheelchair. Alright? But she loves the Lord. She serves the Lord. Evidence yesterday of people who are talking about her from her cradle till the time of her old age and death, you know, is the same. So if people of various generations give the same testimony about somebody, it's a good evidence that that person is just what he said. It's not somebody who just changed today. That's what she had been because of her salvation that she received from Christ. But yet, why did she pray for so many years? And at the end of it, the Lord took her. She didn't recover from the illness. And that happened to some people. Let me tell you something. Maybe when God allows that to happen to a believer, it's because God wanted to prove the faith of that believer in him. You don't always think about that. So he had, she, that a person like that, we have to go through such to still prove her faith. Oh, I've done everything for you. We lunched today where we did her funeral. She was a nurse, successful. She became a matron. She worked in Nigeria. She worked in England. She started from England, went to Nigeria, came back. And she worked in, in the, the Middle East. So she enjoyed her career across this region. And then she, she passed on. But some will say that, but why, why didn't God heal me? Maybe you are sick and you are faithfully praying and seeking God. Even some search themselves again and again all the time. That Lord, is, is there anything I've done? I will repent if you let me know it. Even sometimes the situation of the life of people make them to repent for what they did not do. You know that condition? When it comes on you, and you begin to tell God that it's everything you know you do, and everything you might do, which you did not really do, that peradventure Lord had done this, forgive me. Peradventure had done this, forgive me. And the Lord hears, but yet the condition remains. I think the only reason why God can do that is just to prove your faith. Because you are better worthy before God if your faith is proven till death. They have, anybody who's like that have glorious rest, the Bible says. And you know, it is some people that the Lord chooses as, as samples to do that. And some other people die peacefully. Like the pastor who preached today when we did the funeral, he said his mother called him sometime uh, last year and started praying for him. And when his mother, his mother was not sick, she was sound, she was okay. But when the mother called him and the mother started praying, she, he said he felt something inside him that, is this man going? She's not too, she wasn't too old, she was just 82. And the mother prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him and said to him, Son, you are a minister. I, had, I want to give you one counsel. Hold on Jesus to the last, to your end. And after the discussion, she, he called his, uh, you know, other members of his family, ah, this kind of prayer, mommy just called me, I'm going to pray for me. <laughs> it's strange. 
And he tried to call her again for the next two days to ask her that, why are you doing that? But he couldn't. It was abortive. And on the second day after the mother spoke, she slept and she passed on to glory. You know, that's another person. Whatever God has decided about us is what happens to us. But you see, you and I, we still have our legs, we have our feet, we eat, it doesn't come through our nose. There are people that they are feeding them by tube, and they don't know what is wrong with them. There are doctors that are sick, and other doctors cannot help them. You know, when you think, well, you will be able to thank good. So when we talk about remembrance in December, it's the time for everyone in faculty to think back and thank God for everything. Thank God for everything. Even things that you think, you, should, you know, they don't need thanks. You better do thank God for breathing, for eating, for bathing. Some people wake up, their hands cannot even go to their head anymore. It falls to the ground. But you and I can wake up today, this is my hand. You have praised God with your lips. You have used your hand, raised your hand up. You have praised God and you are happy. You are happy. There are some people who have lost emotions. I watched somebody on the TikTok today, yesterday. It's the case of that person. They said he had dementia. And in the plane, he just forgot. His wife went to the toilet, coming back. He just got up and started fighting everybody. He can't remember anybody. The wife came, can't remember the wife. And the wife was telling people, please, 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 you know, uh, take it easy and stuff like that. It's my husband. She said, no, I don't know you, you know. But why was the man, the man doing that? And the woman now said to, her, to, to them, please help me sing for him. And he started singing his song. I don't know what that song, but, you know, my son knows it. It's not from a Bekta song. So... Is uh, is uh, my only sunshine? Uh, I don't know what sunshine is, but whatever the case may be, as they were singing that song to the man, the man now recognized the wife. The man now slept like a baby, and they said because he had dementia. And when I saw the man, what came to my mind is that an, an, a spirit, and God sent a spirit from God to torment Saul. And whenever David would play music. The spirit will live. You know, there are, there are conditions in this world that are terrible. You only need to work in a hostile environment for you to know that people go through various things on earth. The same earth you are, you and I are. But God has spared us. So, your thinking from January to now and thanking God, your thinking will give back to two things. One, it will make you know to thank God from a reasoned perspective. That is, you are not just saying thank you. You are saying thank you for something that you thought and God did. Yes? The second thing is that if God can do all this to you, some of you got jobs, some of you got promotion, all manners of things are happening in this house. If God has done so much for you, and you are thankful, Then the second thing is, what will you do for him in the new year? That's the reason why this month is month of remembrance. The God who had done so much for me, what will be my new year resolution? I will serve him with all my heart. 
That's all. There is nothing we can do to God to help him. He does not need the help of man to accomplish his work. He alone can do what he has said to do. All what he created is just his benevolence. Not because he needed his creation to fulfill functions. And so if God had been so good to you and I, and he had given us another opportunity to live next year, check about your commitment to him this year. What about if you were called home this year? You will not have the opportunity of next year. Where the call meets you, that's where you hands off the gloves. So, our reasoning will help us to now begin to think that, look, I'm going to a new year. So if what I would do next year, or what I reason I would do next year, I will now start doing them in the month of December. That's the reason for this convocation. <clears throat> I will give you some keys that the Lord gave me. You know, there are things you know, but it came to me in a different form. You know, so that's one remembrance. You remember so that you may be thankful. In your so-called little, you give thanks to God. Because there are people less privileged. Especially those of you who are in England. Or you are, you are in America. Or you are in all this Western world. Even those who are in Arabian countries. You know, those who live in the Arabian countries, they live better life than we who live in Western worlds. Am I talking to you? I followed the interviews of them... And I followed the interview of the, uh, the former head in Kuwait. And they were telling him that, but you people do not have good record on human rights. And you know the guy said, it depends on what you Western world define as human rights. Because he said that, but your, the, your government is autocracy. He said, it depends on what you say government is. With our autocratic government, the poorest man enjoys life. In England, it's not so. You have your people sleeping in, the, in boxes on the streets. That is what a democracy landed you. So but if autocracy is such that poorest man is living fine, and we who are democratic, we have a lot of people we couldn't help because they live on the streets. Government can't help them. Your economy can't help them. Nobody will say that there is no miscarriage of justice. In England or in the Western world, there is a lot. Because we see it with our eyes every time. Somebody has been jailed for 17 years and they discover that he didn't commit the offense. Is that not abuse of human rights? So you will discover this that I'm saying. That wherever you are living, you will find some people who live less privileged. You know? So, then what will you do to this God? There's nothing you can do than to serve and worship him. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. The time has come for everyone to think very well. Because we are entering into a turbulent time. Again, the Holy Spirit continues to say that. Turbulent years, but years of wonders. Am I talking to you? In the trouble that is coming, you have no part. In the wonders that is coming, that is where you dwell. <laughs> he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High 
will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He says that, that, that does God do anything without announcing his secret to his servants, the prophets? And who are the prophets? You. Hello? You are the prophets. Fire is in your mouth, I can see it. Next year you will begin to spew fire. Let me tell you. God had... I would say that, thanks be to God, who had numbered Christ's faith tabernacle to be among the burning stick he will use in this end time. Because some of you sit down, you think that, you know, you know, you know, you just come to church and listen and listen. No, it will be your time to speak. You know, when it was time of Jeremiah, he said, it's like fire in my bone. I can't just contain it. It is not by your planning or logistic. It will be suddenly... That you will encounter God. So you and I are called by God in December to be very committed to God. Someone says that, but I've been committed. You can be more committed. Have you seen somebody who is most committed? No, until we die. There is still the ladder to go, to climb. In relationship with the Lord, <clears throat> He had been bothering my heart. We are saved to know Jesus. We are saved to have relationship personal relationship with Jesus so that as he said in the book of John 17 you and Jesus are in God as God is in the Son and the Son is in Him and I read quite a few things as you read too in the book of Matthew we have just finished reading that Jesus was just going and he was hungry and he saw a tree and he said oh let me go and get my fill he got to the tree. He has leaves. He has all the signs of bearing fruit. But he was fruitless. And Jesus said, You tree, may no one eat from you again. And the Bible says, Instantly, before the eyes of the disciples, this tree began to wither. The following day when he came there, they didn't find that tree. It has been torn down. And the disciples said, What? And Jesus says that, Don't you understand? The, the act of causing the tree is not the problem. It's not the issue. But the, this, this, the, the, the lesson that came from the tree, he said, you can do the same thing. And you can even do it. That's when Jesus taught them that, you know, it's just by faith I spoke and it happened. If you have faith and you don't doubt. So we're taking ourselves from now to the end of December to the place of never doubting faith. His relationship with the Father. Son related with the Father. And you have to relate with the Son. Am I talking to you? You know why when, someone can say, oh, looking at the Father, you know, God the Father, it, you know, it looks so far away, you know, to imagine, to comprehend, no one can really. And uh, you may be thinking that it's not tangible that you can really have a relationship with. But that's why he said the Son. I had a privilege one day. One of my trips that led to me to heaven. And in the presence of the Father. And the Father told me that, you know why I love you? And I was so excited. Several things went through my mind in a split second. And he said, it's because you love my son. And immediately something hit me. That if I see somebody who loves my son so much, will that person be my enemy? Would I not do everything for that person? Because he just lost my son. 
Will I hold from him what I have? No, no. So I recognize therefore that, you know, for us believers, the reason why God sent Jesus, you know, after you have been saved, you're not in the kingdom, is because God wanted man to have my relationship with the man called Jesus. And so you and I can relate with him. You know, a good number of us who have grandfathers who are dead, but they were great men. But we want to talk about our grandfather. All the stories about him. And if you're a man, you really want to be like him. If your grandfather can do this, you should do something. So is Jesus. Because we can know about him as a man. Not now as spirits, but the Jesus man. And we can simulate him completely. And we can love him humanly. And that will earn you and I a better standing before the Most Holy One. Isn't it? So you're thinking of the month of remembrance. That's what you should conclude. As for me and for me, the Lord shall I serve. Am I talking to you? You know, these three days, God will give us insights. Enough for us to walk with Him for the height He wants to take us next year. I have told the Lord, I don't wait for next year. My next year has begun today. Your next year begins today. I can't hear you say amen. So, that is one remembrance. The second remembrance is the remembrance of God Himself. Look at the book of Mark 3, verse 16. It says, Then those who fear the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord... Let's read it together, please. One, two, go. Then... Go back to that. You see that 16? Say to somebody, the Lord listens to me. And the Lord hears me. But you know the precondition? Talk to each other. If you exempt yourself from fellowship, who do you talk to? They call a meeting under the roof. You are part of the family. But you are outside. To talk to each other, we have to come to the company of the saints of God. You know, let me tell you this. It's the same Christ. Yesterday, today, and forever. Whatever you think in your mind that God has done through you is a peanut. The power of God is like the ocean. That a man stands in a spot and he cannot see the end of it. Until your eyes hit the grazing ray. And you move to that end and you see another far distance. That your eyes cannot see the land because you are on the sea. And your eyes come to the grazing race. So is God. There is nothing God had done through us. Now that anyone can say that I have arrived. You have not even started. <laughs> Our mate is called Steve, uh, Philip. A young man who just was preaching the gospel. As he was running for his life. Those two don't mix together. Somebody was running for his life because he has fear. That they were after him to kill him. 
They just killed his brother Stephen. You see? And then he began to preach. And he got to a place called Samaria. Why did Jesus do so miracles with, with him? Because of relationship with Jesus. Am I talking to you? So in this season, the Lord is looking, opening a book of remembrance, and remember you and you and you and me. But, he says here, we must be in the company of those who talk to each other, with each other. David said, I shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, thy holy temple. This is the temple of God. This is a place you worship the divine one. Presence of God is ever here. Even when we go home, his presence does not leave his shrine. It's the shrine of God most high. That's the reason why people can come in here and be healed. I was, when we went, uh, well, we were sitting in New Cross. When I was operating my office from New Cross, one day a woman who was sick came to the church on Sunday. And Pastor Joseph was working with us there then. And the woman came in the day to pray. Because people come in here, if you come sometime in the day, you see them lie on the floor here and they are praying, or, you know, in New Cross, they're praying. And the woman, Pastor, Pastor Joseph opened the door for her, and she came in and was praying. I'm talking about the presence of God is in the house of God, he never leaves the house of God. Christian, there are some Christians who are so, you know, they are so radical. They have no, no experience with God, no encounter of God, and they change all the doctrines of the Word of God. They say all manners of nonsense, that this is not necessary, this is not so. Who told you that? If the Bible says it, that's what it is forever. Before you are born, it was so. When you are born, it's so. When you go, it will be so. Amen. The presence of God is in, his, is, in his, is in his temple. He says, let all the earth keep silent before him. The altar of God carries the aura and the power of the Most High. So, that woman got up in her sickness. And she went, she tiptoed. Pastor Jesus said he was at the back. She didn't know he was looking at her. And she tiptoed and went to my seat. And when she turned around, she sat on it. And something she said, like fire, passed through her body. She jumped up. Instantly she was healed. She was, she was screaming. Pastor was looking at her. Tell me. And she began to tell Pastor what happened to her. I'm talking about the house of God. So, God in his remembrance, we honor those who talk to each other. In his house. And he says... They are people who feared God. Am I talking to you? So today I want to tell you, take a little more dose of fear of God. You can never be drunk of it. It will only make you better. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding how or who practice it. I was telling mommy yesterday when we were going home, after the uh, week, service for um, mommy that I remember a minister in my church I knew him from when I could talk 
So you understand, I was born in his hands. <clears throat> and this man, when he gets to the pulpit every day that he is to preach. You know, we have many pastors in my parish just like here. The man will say, fear the Lord, you his holy saints. For there is no need for those who fear him. He says the lion may be angry, hungry. He says that, but those who fear the Lord will lack no good thing. That is what he will say when he finishes preaching every time he comes to the pulpit. So, I always call him, Baba, fear the Lord. Before I knew how to read Bible, those are the things I understand about the Lord. That the fear of God <coughs> is the beginning of wisdom, <coughs> of knowledge, of success, of victory, of visions, of trance. The fear of God. And you cannot have it too much. And he say here, go back to the Malachi place. It says, those who fear the Lord talk to each other. All what God has been teaching us for the past months is summarizing God challenging your heart to, to really fear Him. Why does God do things like that to us? Knowing fully well that if we fear God, it does not add to God, neither does it diminish from God. It's because of us. Because God has a very benevolent Father, it will pain the heart of God if God gave everything to us and we live on earth without attaining those things. It will, be, it will be frustrating to God, you know. If God can be frustrated about you, individual. You know, interestingly, I thought something also during the week that with all what God created, <clears throat> what made me think about this was a discovery by a scientist from Cambridge University <clears throat> who discovered how planets were made. And he showed it on television how a ball of fire hit another ball of fire and there was a, you know, you know, in the sky. She just discovered this. She said. But I said to myself that if you look at the ephemeris. When we're saying it. Say, when I consider the works of your hand. The moon and the stars. You have made. If you look at the ephemeris. That is the whole galaxy. The, the, the heavens. Okay. Are you not amazed that. As tiny as human beings are. God made them Lord over all the heavens. Excuse me. Now, let me now take you back to your practical level. Look at all the various careers on earth. How did this start? From one man. One man just began to think from what he has known and think differently. And then began to look at other problems imagined from this. How can we deal with it? And then God will begin to give that person information. Information, information. From there, another course will begin. Yes? Is that not so? And this is how many courses. Let me tell you something. Today, I was reading <coughs> again. You know, I do a lot of reading. I love reading. <clears throat> not philosophy of men. But I love reading what is sensible. Not novels. Because that is myth from the human brain. 
I love reading things that will help me know God more. <clears throat> you know? And I was looking, thinking about this. You know, when I looked at, um, you know, my, my, my law school, and I found a seminar about legal technology. It didn't exist 10 years ago. What about legal technology? It didn't exist. So, I had to say that I would go and listen to this seminar. You know, there are some aspects of law that just came up now. They never existed. But Bitcoin also was a catalyst. And AI, a catalyst. But you know how, how these new areas of studies begin? Some people just began to give their mind to study that. What is the impact of technology in law? By the way, they have been talking about how would they regulate the Bitcoin. Bitcoin, he said, what is it really? Have you thought about it? They talk of mining. Local man built some machine and is mining Bitcoin. I mean, and this tiny thing has the power to wreck the economy of nations. Oh, it will not be, it will not be, it will not be, it will not be. Don't listen to them, don't listen to them. Now I think they are now listening to him. Isn't it? So, can you see human beings? And we're so tiny in the creature that God has made. Look at the blue whales that was revealed suddenly two weeks ago that they just found it again in his water. How humongous that animal is. But a man tiny tames him. Because God did not create his image in any of these stars and moon and sun and all these beasts, but in man. Am I talking to you? I, I, I think that I'm challenging your mind <clears throat> as you go to the new year. So, therefore, if God is such, in God's sovereign mind, those who fear Him and talk to each other, the Lord will listen to them and He will hear them. God will listen to you. Amen. Before the end of December, your voice will be heard on high. Amen. But if you look at it, it didn't stop there. It says, a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared him. And honored his name. Ah, I beg you. I beg you. Do not let anything hinder you from honoring. Look, let me say this to you. I mean, though I say it all the time, but it's more real every time. Do you know you were born alone? Is anybody who even... How many twins are If you are a twin here, twin, raise your hand. A twin? Yes. And uh, my baby? Yes. My um, dickiness, uh, uh-huh, twin. Uh-huh, twin. Uh-huh, twin. Uh-huh, twin. Can you remember when you and your twin partner, brother or sister, agreed that you are coming to the world? Did you remember that time, twin? Remember that time? Oh, excuse me. Any other twin? So you remember when you were coming and you made a choice that you and I will go. You didn't remember that. Interesting. But someone did. <laughs> someone did. Is the Lord most high. Now therefore, 
In this scripture, God says, A school of remembrance is opening its prayer concerning those who feared and honored him. Come on now. Anything that will hinder us or challenge us from honoring God, we mustn't do it. Am I talking to you? Don't treat your body in a dishonored way. In a way that does not honor God. Don't mutilate your body that God gave you as a, a prize. Am I talking? It's all born, it, it's all born down to just don't follow the world. Don't be excited about the world. Because the things of the world will fade away. Look, if you're a member of this family, two things I want to commit your life to. God well. Serve God without compromise. And also study. Whatever career you are living in. Don't do degree and then dump learning because you are now working. Let your work life be research in the field that you are qualified so that Holy Ghost can help you know where the spindle is falling in your career. Maybe the area of your practice will soon get obsolete. Alright? The current in your field as if you are teaching that field. Don't bomb books. Stack them up and read them again and again. Refresh your mind in the discipline pertaining to your career, which is not your practice. I'm talking about a doctor is a doctor. To me, if you are a doctor, I don't expect you to I don't expect to ask you a question and you tell me that that's not my area of, of expertise. I say, what do you do go and do medical school? I'm a lawyer. So I price this. Yes. If I ask you a simple question about other things, I expect you to tell me. I don't expect you to tell me that, no, no, I've left that many years ago because this is my major. You don't major nothing. What about if door shut against that major? What about if revolution of science caught up with that major and obsolete the practice? Like those who have been working with British Airways for years now, we have been telling them, you will not find job. On the counter, you won't find job anymore. Because of the advent of technology. Today, the work of those women, suddenly we just saw that they removed them from the counter. Because machines will do their job. Ah, before, you have to queue. And the, the counter, those who are in the counter, they are like lords. They can do and undo. They can, they can delay checking your baggage until your flight goes. All those practices. Suddenly, you know, technology just began to rise up and some, they put some, some machines together who can talk to the passenger and then ask passenger questions. And if you feel wrong answer, you will say you are wrong. You feel the right answer. And then you can print your own bag, uh, tag, and you can tag your bag, and you can put your bag on the conveyor belt. So the person who is tagging before will tag it for you. The person who will carry, we don't need all that. Am I talking to you? I asked them from, from HSBC sometime that, you know, you know all this uh, AI is obsoleting some works in the HSBC. Because I just, I'm, I'm not talking about just the HSBC I'm saying about, but it's the same thing with banks. Suddenly the banks started closing down some places, some, some shops. They don't need them anymore. They don't need them anymore. I used to go to a bank in my house at Bilariki, 
And then there's another one in Brentwood. And I went to Bill Enrique and I just saw that the staff began to reduce. And I said, look, you guys are going to be extinct. Because the rates at which it is now, suddenly the people they brought in were not as good as those who were there before. Not friendly. They are like robots too. <laughs> so I said something is wrong here. Something is going to happen in this company. And suddenly we just saw shut down. And they, you know, they both said that all transactions to Bromley, uh, to, to, to Brentwood. And then suddenly it shut down. Even Brentwood itself started to scale down their work. Excuse me. If you are in a banker and you are in such, and then your work is no money needed, where do you go? Am I talking to you? So, you have more things to think about than to think about following the world. That's what I'm trying to help you see. While you are following the world, those who are following the world are moving ahead. Both in relationship with God, easy pathway in life, they are moving ahead. And you cannot relieve last year. few days time, this year we finish. None of us can call 2023 back and say, I want to leave now in January 2023. Something must be wrong with the mind of a person like that. Because you may call any year 2023. That does not make it 2023. As far as the calendar of this world is, 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 is concerned, 2023 is shut down on December 31st, 2023. And it will never come back again until the record before God. So in CFT, I plead with you. Two things. Love the Lord with all your heart. Fear Him only. And you will fear nothing else. Commit yourself to studying God. This is December. Commit your heart to seeking God. Not for anything, but because He is God. And you will not have worries about what has been bogging your mind. Cleanse yourself of every unrighteous act. Live in the honor of his name. Honor his name. Who lives forever and ever. Look at yourself in the morning and say, Do I look disgraceful to the enterprise of God? If I am, what is disgraceful in me? I take it out. Take it out. In my composition, talk with people. Have I said something that can bring a disrepute to the name of God? So, I mark that. Next time, don't say that. Don't say that. It's day by day being conscious of that. It's the fear of God. It makes you conscious of all those things. How did I treat people today? Even those of you who are customer-based and stuff like that. You know, how do you... Especially when your work is so, so tense... How do you react to people? You know, some people who didn't know that you are working too hard. They don't, they don't demand your reaction and misreaction. They just expect somebody who will serve them with dignity. The fear of God will put you in a place where whatever is going on around you cannot determine your response. But the fear of God inside your heart. And you can still be best behaved in the most adversity and tension. And what happens to people like that? You don't know who you are serving as a customer. It may be the key. And your customer may be somebody who is highly placed somewhere and say, what are you doing in this place? You are so good. Okay, take. And before you know it, you are right in your destiny. 
you make work easier for yourself if you honor his name. Honor his name. Fear the Lord and honor his name. Today is 1st of December. Yes. Tomorrow I will speak to you about a weapon of fasting. The weapon of fasting. So that as we are going to the new year, our knowledge about fasting will be real. This you can title, The Fear of the Lord is the Beginning of Wisdom. So that this period, as we are going to the new year, we will know how to fast and the proper way to fast. And when you are fasting, what your conduct ought to be. That will bring results. And let me whet your appetite. You can go and read this as a case study and we are going to pray now. You can read the book of Joel. It's in chapter 114. It says, Declare a holy fast. Call a secret assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord. Not to Zoom. Am I talking to you? So there's a connection between tomorrow's message and today. To the house of the Lord. And what? Cry out. This is just a conduct in fasting. Cry out. Alas for that day. For the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from Almighty. And then if you look at it, that talks about holy fast. So there are unholy fast as well. If you look at it, Daniel chapter 9, we're going to look at that. In verse 1 says, In the year, in the first year of Darius, son of Xerxes, a Midi by Deset, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from what? The scriptures, according to what? The word of the Lord, given to who? And who is Jeremiah, the prophet? And the, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. Then he says, So I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer, which is different, and petition, which is different, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. I will explain that to you tomorrow. You see, before the end of December, every unsolved mystery must be solved in our life. We will not take no for an answer any longer. We will take the bull by the horn. Within these three days, let me tell you, something from heaven will happen to you. You know, the usual people saying that I do, I've been praying and seeking God. You see nothing? It's not possible. You only need, you knew, you only need to know how to, to seek Him. You can seek God of Jacob and not see something. No, 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 you cannot. You know, when I was, um, since yesterday when I went to bed, I've been having these, these um, thoughts and encounter. And three days really now. The first day I was called by, by some people in America, and I was told to teach them about the God of Numbers. I said, God of Numbers. Okay. And when I went to the Lord in that encounter... And the Lord said that, I'm the God of numbers. And he said to me, go to Genesis 1. And he began to show me how God is God of numbers. 
Then he said, go to heaven. And he began to show in Revelation. I mean, it's, it's so awesome, the things that God was telling me. The God, I've never had it on earth before. And the God of numbers. And he began to show me how God is a God of numbers. Though he is no numbered. He is eternal. But he's a God of numbers. And I it was in the United States. And then the Lord in that encounter took me to how that has to do with U.S. And so I got up and told mommy. But today I've been hearing in my spirit. The son of God is lifted. When I wake up, I keep on hearing the son of God is. When I sleep, the son of God is. <laughs> Wonderful and glorious Jesus, the Son of God. Now, I tell you what I feel. This is not God telling me this, but I'm telling myself this, and I'm telling God. I think they are trying to send Jesus, like when Jesus is being sent off to come to the earth. The Son of God, and it's coming. 2024, He's coming. To come and empower his army. To come and empower his people. He will overlook your sins and your weaknesses. He will look at his blood. He will pick you up from where you are. And take you to where you ought to be. And so the time we are living now, that's why he's speaking to us. Let's rise up on our feet. And let's just worship God. Let's worship God. Go, go and sing for me. The Son of God is lifted up. The Son of God, the Son of God is lifted high. The Son of God is lifted high. Oh, wonderful and glorious.
only put on this side. The coming part of the Holy Ghost, so that they put on that in the other In the name of Jesus, that I'm not ready.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. While I was speaking, I'm praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel. I'm making known my requests to the Lord, my God, from his holy hill. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. The power to persist in prayer receive in the name of Jesus. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, an answer was given which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. Therefore, consider the message and understand the vision. Lord, I speak to your people. In this season, the power to persist in prayer until angelic messengers are sent from heaven. Let it rest upon everyone. In our seeking you in this month, O oh God, release your holy angels to us. By your spirit, give us insight and understanding. Some of us have not seen angels before in this December. Lord, let eyes be open to the realm of the Spirit. Those who serve devils see demons. We who serve you, Jesus, see angels. Open our eyes to the realm of angels. Open our eyes to the realm of angels. Lord, when they call Gabriel, and we have seen Gabriel appear again and again in the Scriptures, why won't we have the same experience? We need him more now than the time of old. Father, to everyone in this house, open our eyes to see your holy angels. What the angels saw in Daniel and said qualified him as highly esteemed in heaven, which means every being in heaven, when they hear Daniel, they really esteem him. They hold him in high regards. Father, let that fall upon us too. Lord, Thank you for the month of December. Aha. For your months that locusts have eaten shall be restored this month. Opportunities that you have missed from January till November shall be revisited. Where they have said no to you concerning what is your right, they will say, We are sorry. That will be given to you. People that Satan has used in the past. 11 months to work against you. I call them to become your soldier. The Bible says that the, your troops shall be willing in the day of your battle. I call to your troop to be willing. I call to your troop to be willing. Where doors have been shut against you, I decree doors to open for you. Where favor has been robbed you, I decree favor to work for you. Lord, 
God, I thank you because you opened the book of remembrance. Looking at our lives in this 2023, the things that we have missed, which you have ordained, Lord, we call them to your remembrance. And we thank you for restoring them this month. This month for us, therefore, shall be a month of remembrance. Lord, as we remember you, you remember us. As we remember us, you manifest in us. As we remember us, you bless us. As we remember us, Lord, you pick us from where we are to where we ought to be. As we remember us, O oh God, you overlook our frailty. And you strengthen our mortal spirit, mortal man. And strengthen the spirit within us. In the name of Jesus Christ. In this month of remembrance, Lord, we shall have no carryover to new year. Everything you have ordained to happen to us in this 2023, they shall happen together. Multiple manifestations. Multiple happening. Answer to cry. Answer to prayer. Answer to petition. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those who have been carrying the mark of sickness, deliver in the name of Jesus. Those who have been carrying the mark of disappointed, lifted up in the name of Jesus. Those who have gone to the shore of frustration, be encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the cross of Calvary, and the authority in the name and his blood that was shed. Satan, I defeat you in every life. of the devil, I command, fall in the name of Jesus Christ. From your roots, planting of Satan, die in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost fire, consume them. Holy Ghost fire, consume them. Everything the devil has planted in our body, in our soul, in our heart, in our mind, Holy Ghost fire, destroy the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Captives, be free. Bondages, be broken. In the name of Jesus. Sickness, leave. In the name of Jesus. Bodies, you are made whole by the blood of Jesus. No more frustration. No more condemnation. Every spirit that, that causes frustration and condemnation, I command you out in the name of Jesus Christ. You spirit of laziness, the Lord rebuke you. Apathy, the Lord rebuke you. Disobedience, the Lord rebuke you. Stubbornness, get out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every soul under my voice. Every soul in this house, surrender to your maker. Receive strength to obey your God. Yes, Lord. I see that immediately. Lord, from tomorrow, in the lives of your people, a wave of heaven bringing hearts of men back to the foot of the cross. So that from the foot of the cross, man receive power. Amen. Not only to live the new life, but to manifest your glory. Amen. Our God and King, we bless your name. Thank you for healing tonight. Thank you for restoration tonight. Thank you for your blessing tonight. Thank you for the future that is waiting for us. 
Thank you for the strength you have given us. Thank you for the help of heaven. Thank you for your holy angels. Thank you for the elders of heaven. Thank you for the beasts of heaven. Thank you for all the intelligences you have created. They will answer to our cry. They will answer to our cry. Because we are sons and daughters of the most holy God. Thank you for your honor that you have given to us. Thank you for your glory you have given to us. Thank you, Father, for giving us the Son. And thank you, Son, for giving us the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing to us the heart of the Son. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the living God. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Shall we have the announcement, please? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God has been faithful unto us. Indeed, we are welcome to the month of December, the 12th month of the year 2023. Well, not only is it our Friday meeting, it's also first victory night. Can I invite us to prepare our tithes and our offerings, please? Let's prepare for our tithes and our offerings tonight. So it was a privilege to honor the Lord with our substance and with the first fruit of all our increase. The word of God commands that we should do this in obedience to his word. And we know that as we obey the word of God, he's more than able to do much more than what we can ever hope to ask or think. So as we prepare for our offering tonight, if you are... If, you'd, um, if you're not yet linked up, we like the idea of you doing it online. The details are being projected. As an alternative, please feel free to pick up an envelope on your way in. If you're a taxpayer, please use the blue envelope. And if you're a non-taxpayer, please use the green one. If you're a taxpayer, would like to encourage you, please, whether or not you give online or you give using the envelope, to give us the opportunity to reclaim the tax that you would have paid on your giving. And of course, for those who are self-assessments, you would know that this is a season where if you have not rounded up all your details, you have only about six weeks maximum to put in your tax self-assessment return. And the reason I mention that is that if you've been given regularly to the church and you've gifted your giving, you have an opportunity to declare, especially if you're a higher rate taxpayer, to declare to the, inland, the HMRC that you have given or what you have given to the church via gift aid. If you're a higher rate taxpayer, please be aware that you may, and I underline that word, you may be entitled by reason of giving that declaration to a refund on part of the tax you would have given. Please note that this is not uh, a financial advice. It is neither tailored to your personal tax circumstances. But if you like further information, please 
feel free to contact myself or indeed Pastor Sydney um, after a service. What it is tailored to your own individual circumstance. We all have individual circumstances. That's why your tax status is unique to you. However, as a general rule, if you're a higher rate taxpayer, you would be entitled to a, a, an element of a refund on the tax you would have given if you've gift-aided it to the church. I trust that you've prepared your offering tonight and your thigh. Please bow down and thank God for the opportunity that the Lord has given to you. For it is out of that which the Lord has blessed you with that you are bringing in obedience to his word. Thank God for the privilege. Thank God for the opportunity. Sing for me. Thank you. Remind God of his covenant, the covenant he has made for those who give or with those who honor him with their giving. And tonight as you give to the work of the Lord, thank him because he has empowered you to give. He has provided for you. In Jesus' name. Can I invite us to please rise? The choir would, um, would, would, would sing a song and bless the Lord for our giving. And then I'll come back and take the, take the announcements. God bless you.
shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, because we know that whenever you lift, we lift you high, you draw us closer onto you. And Lord, it's with a heart that is filled with praise tonight that we have brought our thighs and our offering into your storehouse. Lord, this is a holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. We ask, Father, that you consume it with your holy fire. Thank you, Lord God, because your word is filled with promises concerning those who give heed to instruction. As we have heeded your instruction in honoring you with our substance tonight, we receive the blessings that you have ordained for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you have reminded us tonight, Lord God, that the words of the, of, of the psalmist, he had been young, now he's old, he has never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. We will not beg bread. We will have plenty, and out of plenty and abundance, we shall be a source of blessing unto others in the name of Jesus. We shall be the solution in our generation in the name of Jesus. Not beggars, but givers. Thank you, Father God Almighty. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Is anyone joining us? Tonight, for the very first time, if this is your first time with us, Christ Faith Tabernacle at the Cathedral, you join us for the very first time. Can I ask that you please raise your hand, wherever you are? Anyone in the auditorium? Yes, yes, no, no. I know there was a sister that joined. Is there? Please stand. Please stand, sir. Thank you. Please stand. Thank you. Thank you very much for visiting us tonight. Um, thank you. You're very welcome. The ushers have given you a welcome pack. Please note that there is a form within that pack. We would love for you to complete it and leave it with the ushers before you leave. Please be seated. Um, there was a sister as well that had to leave early. I believe she, one of the ushers had given her a pack. Um, I'm, I saw her there at the reception. And for anyone joining us online, please let us know you've joined for the first time by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. Please, please let us know the city and the nation you've joined us from. And indeed, if where you are, Specifically, even if it's in the United Kingdom and there's a cry and a tug in your heart that you want Christ faith in the city that you are in, send that note as well. The Lord has called us to open doors in new cities in the year 2024. And if you call, you'll be like the man in Macedonia saying, come and help. We might just be the solution to your challenge. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, most of us might have family and friends that we've been telling in different cities in the United Kingdom to say, join us online. And they've been saying to you, we need something like this local. We need a place of worship local. Reach out to them and say to them, we would like to come over. And if you're a man, please submit those details to the light of the world because 2024 is going to be a tremendous year. Don't be constrained by the number of cities that call. 
Don't say that we only need one or two. No, no, no. Just as many as leave the challenge. Don't overthink it. If you've got a hundred relatives in different cities of the United Kingdom and they're all writing, not to worry. That, that shouldn't be your problem. Because the Lord that sends, He will make the means and He will make a way. Where there seems to be no way, He will make a way. But we want to reach out there because we know, we know that God has ordained us for a special purpose in this season. It's not just about number of churches being planted. It's number of lives being transformed. It is numbers of lives being transformed. People who are hungry. There's so much out there. I'm not preaching. I'm just making announcements. So I'll stop there. Praise the Lord. I just need to stop myself very, because we're going to be here tomorrow evening. Day two victory night. Day two victory night. Tomorrow will be 7 p.m. Please note 7 p.m. Because we will be having our regular Sunday morning services at Bethesda and here at Cathedral on Sunday. Usual time, Bethesda, 8 a.m. service. Intercessory prayers at 7 a.m. Here at Cathedral, 10 a.m. service, intercessory prayer start at 9. So tomorrow evening we'll be at 7 so we can finish and come back on time. And on Sunday evening at 7 p.m. we'll be back here. Yes, yes. Look at the mouth of your neighbor and say, yes, yes. So the neighbors that have not answered you, ask them why they've not said yes, yes. Is that because they're working? And if they're working, you can say, okay, understood. If they're not working, say, why are you not saying yes, yes? Because we'll be here not just because it's the third night and the last night of Victory Night for the year 2023, but it's also our time together to break bread. And we need to be here on Sunday evening. Do not trade off the morning service for the evening. I don't know why I'm emphasizing this a lot, but I think someone needs to hear it. Don't say, oh, I'm coming in the evening, so... If you'd like to stay all day, by the way, if you come in the afternoon, you don't want to go back home, bring enough with you, and you can be here all day. The house of the Lord shall be the house of... And you know what Apostle said earlier on? There was a woman who was there. You can stay in the house. There's nothing wrong be becoming Samuels. Praise the Lord. Okay, you didn't catch that joke. It went right over your head. It's okay. That's all right. I'm used to it. Praise the Lord. Workers will be meeting tomorrow at 5 p.m. And all workers, that includes all elders and pastors and deacons, whether or not you, become, you belong to a department, if you're, if you're a leader. Uh, well, all leaders belong to one department or the other. But all workers as well will be here together at 5 p.m. It is important that we make it here. If for whatever reason you're working at that specific time, please contact your heads of departments. And if you're working and you are, I mean, and you're, I mean, just make sure you're here. It's the last workers' meeting for 2024, and we ought to be here. God bless you richly. I think I've overrun my announcement time, but I'm sure you're used to me asking for forgiveness. So let's welcome Apostle. I'm here already. <laughs> Amen. You see, Pastor Tayo has started preaching already. Now... Can I just reemphasize on the importance of 
this victory night. It's the last in the year 2023. And the third is Sunday. And so I want to invite your friends to bring them in the morning, bring them in the evening. And of course, the meeting tomorrow, which is for workers. Maybe I have to say this too. If you are a member of this church and you, are, you don't belong to any workforce, but you have intended to join a group, maybe ushers, political choir and stuff, come as well. But we should endeavor to be here for 4.30. So that five sharp, we start our seminar. And it will be very, very brief because our major meeting starts at 7. So five to six, we do our seminar. The Lord has a lot of things for us next year, and I'll be discussing some of those things with those who will be in the auditorium at the time. Shall we rise up together, please? Why don't you thank God for yourself? Lord, I thank God for me. (laughs) Thank God for the privilege and honor you have given to me to be called your children. We thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus, for the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. There is always gold bars in the house of gold. From little stones to bars. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are praised. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help in this month from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept all your burnt offering. May God give you the desires of your heart. And make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious. And we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel. May he open your eyes into the realm of the Spirit. Filling your heart with testimonies and visions. In Jesus' holy name we have prayed. Father, thank you that the first seven days of this month will bring the manifestation to the glory of your holy name. Shall we put our hands together as we read the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we lift our right hand up as we read the grace in Hebrew? Now, and the God of peace, that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, Thou great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory 
forever and ever. Amen. Second Corinthians fourteen thirteen fourteen. Read it to someone beside you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. To yourself. All the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Can I just say that when we finish, elders and pastors and their spouses, let's remember to meet in our, posi- in our position and pray before we go. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house. <laughs> to you according to your confession. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.